1: And the story was about somebody. Wait, before you tell the story, we should start the podcast. I thought we're starting. What the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is going on? What kind of fucking show
0: is this? Uh-huh. Hello there, everybody. It's <laughs> crucial fucking shit. Uh-huh. Welcome to the bodybuilding.com podcast. I'm Nick. Uh, this guy over here just wandered in, started swearing and at crazy. us. Getting out of here. This is uh, Heather Eastman over here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Anyway, this is Sadiq Hadzovic. He's uh, going to tell us a story about protein donuts, I believe, right? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> what I was saying, we're actually talking about gluten-free
1: muffins. Okay. So people think that it has the word gluten-free on it, Right. that they can eat like five muffins mm-hmm. consecutively. Mm-hmm. Gluten and is the only bad thing in the whole that, world. Oh, yeah. Well, and then and the now they have the- diabetes. they like, but it was gluten-free. Yeah, but that means it's gluten-free. It doesn't mean that it's like sugar-free and fat-free and, you know, so... People, they have a misconception of what health is. Oh, it says fat free. Oh, it says low calories. Oh, it says no artificial flavors. It must be healthy. But what doesn't it say? You know, so mm-hmm.
2: potato chips are gluten free. Ah. Mm-hmm. and even they're smart enough to put it right there. Bag on a of bag. sugar.
0: Bag of sugar is gluten free. Oh
2: yeah. Bag of sugar is gluten free. There you go. That was a
0: good one. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Uh, do we need to introduce you? Uh, if you put the word "Sadiq" into Google, you're the only thing that comes up these days. Pretty much, yeah. You've got I pretty am. much page one, so I guess you don't even need a last name I anymore. I am. But right? listen, don't go too far
1: into Google. I don't know what you guys might find. Well, so. actually,
2: it's funny you bring that up because yeah. I googled you and found out that uh, you are on IMDb, my favorite website other than I am. Bodybuilding.com, I of didn't course.
0: Know that. Were you in Star Wars? Was, was that? <laughs> I was? Yeah, the perfect. Yeah. I had a major physique. role in
1: Star Wars. Yeah. So. <laughs> Started my acting career. Then, then I got when you, demoted. when you shave
0: Chewbacca. This is what's yeah, underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, man. no. Tell me about that because I had no idea. And boom, you pop up. IMDb is the first thing that pops but up. But what was so. the? What
0: was the?
1: What was the? It's movie? called the perfect physique. Of course, you made it, is. it two years perfect ago, physique, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, the perfect physique. Let me tell you about that movie. It was a movie I did not want to do. Okay, <laughs> so it was a movie I did not want to do. But they paid me well. And I agree to it, you know, four months ahead of time. And then, you know, three months passes, two months. Next thing you know, I'm like one hour from my flight. and I'm like, I do not want to go. Mm-hmm. And the reason I did not want to go, think about real world with a bunch of dudes living in a house with their shirts off. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to leave the house. So pretty much just... I'm around a bunch <laughs> of like, like jacked tan oiled up dudes all day like looking at yourself like bro look at your biceps no look at your biceps Mm -hmm. i'm like yo this This is a movie this is a movie it was (laughs) a documentary it could be a tv show it was a documentary about um fitness competitors and fitness models Mm -hmm. and they put us all in the house and it was like 10 of us only like seven or eight of us made it onto camera Mm -hmm. but met some really cool people Mm -hmm. you know um some of those guys I really looked up to and It was interesting. (laughs) fights break out or
0: anything like that?
1: The producer said, so there was like 10 guys. Mm -hmm. The producer came up to me on the last day of the show and she's like, Sadiq, I couldn't break you. And I said, oh yeah? I said, what does that mean? She's like, Everyone, I got to cry on camera. But you are the one guy that I haven't been able to crack. Like her goal, her personal goal was to make me cry on camera. Uh. I said, You're gonna try to make me cry? You know what kind of masculine man I am? (laughs) I won't even cry
0: like just tears rolling down. Believe it or not, when I watch Forrest Gump
1: or Lion King, I do cry, but I'm not gonna cry because of fitness. You know, (laughs) you're not gonna give me a camera talking like crying. There's no
2: crying in fitness. Yeah.
1: My diet is so hard. Let me cry. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, you know what? It's actually, I didn't want to do it. But, you know, we shot it like two and a half years ago. And to this day, I still get fans across the world like, hey, I saw your documentary. I didn't know who you are. And now I love you. And the number one thing I hear is, yo, you were the coolest guy on the show because I felt like you were being yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was being myself, you know. I talked about, you know, like, this is what I love to do. Don't get me wrong, but it's hard. You know, and Mm -hmm. everyone's like, oh, dieting is great. I love fish, and I love asparagus, and I love, you know, (laughs) doing cardio (laughs) for two hours a day. Yeah, -hmm. yeah. yeah. So to me, I'm like, I don't really like this all the time. Mm -hmm. I just want to get a little jacked and feel confident and like the way I look. You know, and people... Respected me more for that than right. saying, Oh, this is so easy. Look at my six pack, mm-hmm. you know, because that's not what it is. You know, there's a misconception. You know, when I was younger growing up, I go on these internet websites and magazines, and I'm like, Wow, these guys have a six pack all year round. They look mm-hmm. perfect. They're mm-hmm. lifting these weights, they're making it look easy. And I'm one of the best bodybuilders in the world, and it is not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is not easy. So don't be fooled, guys.
2: And yet he smiles the entire time. That's I do. A thing, That's something you do. mentioned on your know. Facebook Live is that, you know, just because uh, you're dieting doesn't mean you get to be grumpy.
1: Well, I don't smile all the time. I am a Gemini. We talked about this earlier, like while we we're filming downstairs. I'm a Gemini, so I'm very moody. Mm-hmm. And but I'm I'm very aware of my mood, So when I'm moody, I just stay to myself. You know, <laughs> go, take, go take a nap. Yeah, yeah, go take a nap, or you know, mm-hmm. eat something, and I'm
0: fine. Because I, know? You I, I you this, of your sleep. Schedule? I watched this uh, yeah. Facebook Live leg workout you did this morning, and sure, it was a great workout. But the thing that stuck out is. You sleep eight hours. Yeah. You get up, eat breakfast, go back to sleep, back to sleep for two hours, get up, eat, go back to sleep again. Yeah. Like, what do I have to do? How do you do that? that? Job? You it was like cap Cap and Crunch and NyQuil, is that your breakfast? Or how um, do you? Well, let me tell you how I do it? I used to not be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you learned.
1: Uh, this is I an used essential skill. I have to you know, what happened was momentum, okay? So I started off, you know, typical skinny teenager. No confidence, just wanted to gain five pounds of muscle to feel good about himself so I could do well in the world. Five pounds to go from what to what? Uh, Five pounds went to like 115 pounds, real easy. Uh, 110
0: to 115.
1: (laughs) So, what happened was, you know, I had a whole career in real estate and I was in college and, you know, like just having a normal life, you know, and just having fitness as a hobby. But then I started to get recognized and started getting notoriety and fame, and that's great. But then, you know, I started getting paid to do what I love. And then I started being able to help my family financially. And, you know, just this last year, I've been helping my mom pay the mortgage. And it feels great. So, like, if I could, you know, continue doing well and continue feeding my family and making my life, their lives easier, then if I got to sleep for uh, 10 hours instead of 6 hours, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. If it's going to make me better at the end of the day at my craft, you know, The opportunity that I have is such a small window of opportunity that if I don't make it happen now and if I don't give 100%, instead I give 90% and I end up never achieving what I want to achieve, it's only my fault. Mm -hmm. For what? For an extra one or two hours of sleep a night or an extra one or two naps during the day? It doesn't make sense. So the sacrifice you're making to not follow your dream and not go 110%, you know? It's mind-boggling. Like, I know what's right and what's wrong. What's right is to work your butt off until you're the number one guy in the world or until, you know, you're proud of yourself or whatever your goal is, you know? So that's what's right. Mm -hmm. Do what's right. Do what's going to make you the best and be the best. If you have the opportunity to do it,
0: do it. So, yeah, and so. I, I just love that you're talking about giving 110% and that equals taking a nap. It's yeah, such right? a cool juxtaposition. Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're talking like, like you I mean, know, we're I'm not going to do And more. you're talking about how hard it is. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're talking I about taking, taking a nap, nap right now. But, but that,
1: <laughs> it was very hard for my, yes. it's to, for me to understand that less is more. Mm-hmm. I you Listen, bodybuilding is super simple. And I blame the internet for complicating things. Mm-hmm. Bodybuilding is simple. What do you have to do? You have to do A, B, and C.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Lift heavy. Eat a high-protein diet and sleep and recover. That's it. And if you do those for many years, you're going to see results. Mm -hmm. If you don't do it, it's not because of the supplements and it's not because of the gym or you don't have the trainer or you don't have the genetics. It's because you're not following the blueprint, okay? How do you become the best basketball player in the world? You do 500 jump shots every day before lunch. And then before you go to sleep or eat dinner, you do 500 jump shots, Mm -hmm. you know? And then you study videos of famous basketball players. You watch videos of Michael Jordan. It's easy, you know? So just do the damn work. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. I have no genetic. Everyone says, oh, it's genetics, Sadiq. Oh, well, you know what? You were born in America and you, you know, you have money to afford protein powders and you know you right. you have this and that. We don't have the same opportunities in India or China or anywhere. It's it's not about that, okay? Some of the best athletes in the world come from the most poorest countries. It's about work ethic. You have it in here or you don't have it in here. Simple as that. And if you don't have it, you're never gonna have it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes you to hit rock bottom to get there. You know, and like I talked about, I got into fitness because I was so insecure. I was so insecure at one point, I, you know, had zero confidence that I'd even want to be alive, you know, and that's what forced me to change. When I looked into the mirror, I got physically sick of what I saw because I thought I was too skinny that I wanted to gag when I looked at myself without a shirt. So I knew I needed, I had two choices. I could either run from this. Or accept the fact that I'm gonna be nothing, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna put myself through some pain for one hour a day, working out, and force food down my mouth, you know, two or three times a day and grow, you know? So that's what I chose to do. Like I said, right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You going to do the right path or the wrong path.
0: You know? You gotta be willing just, to gotta be willing to suck for a yeah. while, right?
1: But you know what? They mm-hmm. see things like this. They see like instant, you know, oh take this pill, I'll instantly get big. Mm-hmm. Eat this. You know, eat this protein donut. You could have delicious protein. Mm. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you want to have protein or you want to eat a
0: donut? Tell me what but you you're want. you're prepping you right have both. Now, too. I mean, is that what you say in the off-season, too? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm one of these guys. Uh, I Listen,
1: when I compete, I'm 110%. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I traveled here with one of my best friends, Mark. And Mark is great because every time I'm with Mark, he tells me, Sadiq, I worry about you because sometimes you're too in the zone. And sometimes you need to take a step to make two steps forward. So, you know, what is he making me do this weekend? He's forcing me to go to UFC. He so said, we're going to go to Anaheim. I've we're going to watch that. Sean Jones, cool. Team Gat. He's going to get his title back. But this is something I would never do unless, you know, you have good friends to push you. Mm-hmm. And he's not pushing me so that, you know, I fall off my plan and my routine. He's pushing me so that I could kind of, you know, recharge my spirit and then go back to the gym Monday and hit it hard, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what good friends are for, you know? And so. There's waves, you know, work extremely hard and then take a break and then work extremely hard and take a break. That's what life is. (laughs) You know, you go 100% for too long, your hobby is going to become old and it's going to come stale and you're going to give up and it's going to be passionless. Sure. You know, in 2015, I was competing and in 2015, if you compare my photos of 2015 to to now, you're going to see a huge difference. And everyone's like, what is it? Was it your trainer? Was it your training? Was it your diet? Was it the supplements changed? I said, no. It was a matter of restoring passion and fun Mm -hmm. into what I did. Because I did what I did, uh, you know, training and dieting for so long. And I was so intense that it took the fun out of what I did. Mm -hmm. And when you take the fun out of what you do, it reflects in the result. Mm -hmm. You know. So now that I love what I do again, I love weight training. So I forced myself into a new division. I was going to say, how does that work in this? yeah, Yeah, I competed at... In men's physique. Mm-hmm. Um, in men's physique, I competed in my last Olympia appearance, I was 180 pounds on stage. So pretty much I was like, I was like starving myself to mm-hmm. compete with these guys. Cause I'm naturally 225. So oh, I okay. would lose 45 pounds just to fit in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I hate the way I look. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I went backwards 10 years and I'm looking in the mirror again, and my shirt doesn't fit me right, and I don't feel confident, and I don't like the way I look. And I was like, you know what? I gotta force myself to compete with the big guys. I'm gonna gain 25 pounds of muscle in a year and I'm gonna shock the world. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. But being able to be a little fish in a big pond has allowed me to make uh, my passion like thrive again. You know, like mm-hmm. I like to feel like the underdog. I like to feel like I have something to strive for, you know, not just, hey, lose five more pounds. Okay, now lose five more pounds. All right, how about I lose another five pounds? How about no? It's bodybuilding, right. not body subtracting. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, it's not bodysubtracting.com. It's bodybuilding.com, mm-hmm. man, come on.
0: Did you, did you find that when you made that decision that your body was just grateful and it was like, all right, pile the muscle on? Oh, or was man. it? were those 25 pounds of battle? Let me tell battle? you this,
1: man. If I had to do it again, I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> I'm a really confident guy, but I told my best friend, Gina, I was like, Gina, I'm going to do the classic physique division. And she's like, are you sure? Like, those guys are like really like big big and Mm -hmm. shredded and you're kind of normal. And I was like, you know what? And this is how not confident I was. I was so not confident that I was like, I'm a good guy and I put good energy out there and I help a lot of people. So I'm going to have faith in God that God's going to help me do this. And that's crazy. You know what I mean? So, you know, my goal was like, all right, my goal is gain 25 pounds. I'll be happy if I gain 10 or 12, whatever. You know, I gained 25, boom, you know, mm-hmm. and how do I do it? Instead of training seven days a week, what I do? I force myself to train five days a week. and two days, I was thinking about the gym all day. Mm-hmm. I forced myself to sleep. I force myself to eat more, you know? Um the food and the supplements are pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I had to eat a little bit more, but it's not anything different from men's physique to classic physique. But the main thing was I needed to let my body recover. Whereas men's physique, I was trying to get skinny, 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 lose muscle, lose muscle, lose muscle, lose muscle that I had to overtrain
0: to do well. Right. And now I have to train less to do better. So it's crazy. Mm, okay, I it's like it. Crazy. Yeah. So it's that nap again. It's that nap coming back. Yeah, it's, back. That, it's that rest and recovery. It's not even training. You don't even have to train. You don't even have to eat. Mm-hmm. Just nap.
1: Mm -hmm. just nap all day guys that's a secret (laughs) I have heard stories
2: of bodybuilders who gain muscle in the week they take off like Mm -hmm. they're just like hey man I gotta take a step back and they gain yeah yeah yeah
0: well and I I remember I did a couple interviews with Mark Twite, who's the guy who trained all the actors for like 300 and some of those big movies and uh, the number one rule they have like they train the shit out of those guys but the thing is they force curfews 10 hours of sleep a night minimum for everybody Mm -hmm. and when they do that they can absolutely transform these people in short periods of time Mm -hmm. But the sleep is the answer. They say like sleep is the answer more than what and controlling your diet, training hard, all that. But more sleep is the answer. They say yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you know when you're in college, you know I
1: remember being in college. Like I would like. Be proud of myself. Like, oh, I stay up till four AM every night. I'm right. fine. I mm-hmm. wake up at seven AM. I'm cool. You know? <laughs> like <laughs> Achieving more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Way
1: yeah. More Listen, done that way. This is, it's it's cool. I Let's- was
0: no, it was interesting watching your leg workout this morning too, because like, you know, it's it's kind of a relaxed atmosphere. You're doing yeah. Facebook Live, you're taking questions and stuff. Yeah. But you weren't um there was kind of a relaxed atmosphere to your training too. It seems like you don't necessarily go in there well, eating chalk, bleeding, screaming. At
2: one point you yeah. jumped off a machine because you weren't feeling it. So, yeah. it's almost like you just kind of, like, yeah. you, you, let the, you let the iron speak to you. It's, right.
0: not, it's, not, it's not your standard workout video. Right? Well, what you
1: guys didn't see was after the video was done, I did 30 sets, all-body workout. Oh, okay. Oh. And then I finished up with 40 minutes of medium-intensity cardio. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then what you're not going to see is, you know, when the camera's on, the camera's on. Mm-hmm. And Sadiq, the personality, is on, you know? Mm -hmm. But when the camera's off, you're going to see a guy that's, you know, drooling on himself. You're going to see a guy that's, you know, saying F-bombs and, you know, and, you know, mean face. And, you know, there's a time and a place. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm here right now for Bodybuilding.com. I'm trying to get the best information and trying to help as many people as I could. Mm -hmm. Get the brand uh, awareness out. Get the product awareness out, you know, and speak to my fans and relate to them. Believe me, you're not going to like me if I'm in beast mode mm-hmm. on Instagram Live. <laughs> on Instagram Live, I'm in beast mode. I'll be like, get this camera out of my face, bro. I got, I got Olympia to win. Mm-hmm. But if you want to see some cool training footage, go to my Instagram, and you guys will see. There's not one athlete that trains harder than me. There's not one athlete that gives what I give in the mm-hmm. gym. Nobody. And if you show me one, I will, I will gladly tell you that you're right. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen one yet, mm-hmm. and I've been in the industry for 12 years. Mm. Haven't seen nobody.
0: One of the one cool things I thought you said um, down there was you know, you're saying you've got to find your own recipe, sort of steal a little bit from yes. Arnold's chest, steal a bit, little bit yeah. from how Ronnie trained legs. What do you think? What, what's your contribution to that? If somebody's finding their recipe, what, what, what should they take from you in that? What should they take from me? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know.
1: I'm funny um <laughs> rest rest exactly. and recovery yeah, i don't know no, I, no I know but i did like
2: you had some really good little tips that you were throwing in there and they were just so succinct and perfect it's treat I your think... treat your hamstrings like your biceps get yeah. that squeeze yeah, yeah. Like... i
1: think uh i have a I have something i was born with where i'm able to communicate with people mm-hmm. and people are receptive to me you know i could be aggressive when i want to but i'm kind of like very approachable so people feel comfortable and they listen to me when I speak. So, uh, but if someone could take something from me, like a lot of people, they idolize my V taper right. or my delts, mm-hmm. you know, um, when I look in the mirror, I don't see any of that, you right. know. I'm just a mm-hmm. normal dude that works out all the time. You know, I'd never even act like, you know, I have any world titles. I don't act like I'm a professional athlete, you know. I don't see myself in that light. I see myself just as, you know, I'd still live at home with my mom. You know, <laughs> that's what I see myself, like a normal dude, you know, and I have goals and I have so many things I haven't achieved, so I'm not there
0: yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Okay. So let's, talk, let's approach it a different way then. How did? When did it really start clicking for you, like between 110 and 225, 235, when did you kind of say, you know what, I think I've, I'm kind of figuring this out?
1: Um. All right. So I started weight training because I wanted to feel more confident. I hated the way I looked. Mm-hmm. And then... I reached my goal weight of 155. I said, at 155 pounds, I'm going to feel comfortable on a t-shirt where I could, you know, approach an attractive woman. Or if I'm in a job interview, I could look a man in the eyes and talk to him. Mm -hmm. It went from that quickly to, oh, man, I like to look good when I'm out, like, hanging out in the clubs and I could pick up chicks. Mm -hmm. Kept on working out. You know, next thing you know, I'm like, 190 pounds. Keep working out. You know, I was avid, like, uh, you know, fan of Bodybuild.com. I would look at guys like Steve Cook and other athletes, you know, like, wow, this is so freaking cool. I remember, like, I saw a magazine cover with Steve Cook on it. I remember I was with my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, this is so cool. I know who this guy is. It's a goal of mine to get the same front cover of the same magazine with the same photographer, you know, on the front cover, you know, made that happen, you know. And then I joined a gym. It was called Beth Francis Powerhouse Gym because I saw a video of Kai Greene on YouTube by accident. I saw his video of Kai Greene and I was just shocked. First of all, I was watching because it was so outrageous. You have to right. see a guy has 300 pounds of muscle. It didn't even look real. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is freaking strange. I'm, I'm into this. Mm-hmm. And I started watching. And uh, somebody told me like, hey, that gym that he trains at is right by your house. I was like, no way. I was like, I can't join there, I'm too small. Two months later, it's my birthday. They buy me a gym membership. I go there. I was approached by the owner of the gym. His name was Steve Weinberger. Steve Weinberger is a head judge at Olympia. Um, huge, you know. Everyone knows who he is. He's the man. And, uh, hey, Sadiq, you have great physique. I think you should do a bodybuilding show. You'll do great. I said, nah, man. That's, that's not for me, man. I work out like to look good for myself. Sure. Had I'm you not ever, a show had, off. Have you been to, been to a show at that point? Just as- I've, Listen, I've been to a show. Pfft. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I've been to a show, I swear to God. I felt so strange watching these grown men in oil and tan and Speedos. I didn't say a word to my friend that dragged me there. When we both got in the car, I'm like this, I'm like... I was like, I feel dirty. I like, Me too, bro. You know? I was like, can't wait to go home and shower. This is disgusting. What the hell did I just watch? Like, I felt so insecure what I just watched. I thought it was the most strangest thing. Like, I'd rather see somebody, like, you know, like, eat a worm or something. Or do something disgusting <laughs> on Fear Factor. Like, I'm like, what did I just see? What did I just witness? I was like, I'm never going to be a bodybuilder. This is so, like, bizarre. Mm-hmm.
2: There's definitely two and then, camps. <laughs> and that
1: two weeks later... I'm doing bicep curls in the gym again. Steve Weinberger, come on, Sadiq. I know you said no. Nah, man, that's not from me, man. He's like, it's men's physique. I was like, what's men's physique? And he shows me a picture. I'm like, these guys are wearing board- They're wearing sh- surfing shorts. What the hell right. is this? Stuff? <laughs> He's like, you'd be great in it. I was like, nah. One week later, asked me again. I said no again. It wasn't until like the fourth time I was approached, but he made his wife, Bev Francis, who was a famous bodybuilder. Sure, one mm-hmm. of the greats. She came up to me, and I can never say no to the woman. I don't know what it is. I'm born this way. When a woman charms me, I could never say no. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. Then I'm like, what the hell did I agree to do? And I didn't diet. I didn't do any cardio. I didn't even know I was supposed to shave my legs. I didn't even know I was supposed to tan. I got to tan the day of the show. Thank (laughs) God I had money in my pocket. Otherwise, I didn't even know. I went on stage and got second. And I didn't even try. So I got in the car and I started like laughing to myself. And I thought, I was like, I didn't even apply myself and I beat like 30 guys who've been like taking this serious. Mm -hmm. If I learn what I'm doing, I could be the best in the world. And I've never been the best in the world at anything. I've never had that aha moment where it's like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. You know, I graduated on top of my class or, you know, I've never done anything that really gave my life so much meaning and passion and purpose, you know, and it's so strange because walking around shirtless and hey, look at me, look at my six pack is the furthest thing from Sadiq that Sadiq is, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not that guy, you know, even when I had muscles, uh, before that show and I was looking great, I would work out for me, but even at the beach, I felt insecure to take off my shirt because I knew I looked good. And I didn't want other people to feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even want to take off my shirt because, like, I didn't want to be that showing off guy. I worked hard, and I didn't care who knew it. I know what I created underneath this shirt, and it's not about what you guys think of me. It's not about, hey, look at me, you know? It's like people that love cars. They don't get cars to show off. They get cars because it's, like— hey, you know what, when I was a little boy, I always dreamed of having a Ferrari. Now I have one, I'm proud of myself. It's not, I want a Ferrari so I can pick up chicks Mm -hmm. and impress people and show people how much money I have. And my body is my Ferrari. And I just wanna have the perfect body that I always dreamed of having when I didn't have it. And now that I have it, I'm not gonna walk around, hey, I'm better than you because I nap for 12 hours and I eat six meals a day and all I do is work out. You know, I never act like that. Right. You know, there's no difference between me and somebody who just started weight training. You know, it's two people that want the same thing, that are willing to work hard, and that's what it's about. And that's what the sport needs more of. It needs athletes or fitness personalities or role models that are preaching that, you know? And big deal. You're the world's best bodybuilder. Big freaking deal. What do you do? You just sleep, eat, and train. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, <laughs> you know, you didn't <laughs> write a book, you know, you didn't, you know, it's. It's easy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have been a great doctor or a lawyer, but I didn't want to do it. You know, I could have been a firefighter. I could have been like a hockey player, but I have no
0: passion for that, mm-hmm. you know? So that so. so that was your first prep, and it was like a zero prep. It, it was zero to, to, pre- totally positive. I what worked was out. your next one like? Was it did you have a totally awful one after that that made you go, "What am I doing committing to this?" Um, no. Yeah. The next one was
1: great, man, because what I started doing was, you know, what's great these days, I could go on the internet I could Google something or I go to bodybuilder.com and I could see what high intensity interval training is or I could see what fasted cardio means or I could see what L-carnitine is or I could see what creatine, what the benefits are. So the information is instant and you can learn so much little by little or go through the magazines, mm-hmm. oh, this is what Kai Green does for his back. Let me see if I could do the same exercises and see if it's effective for me. You know, so that's what's great. Slowly but surely through trial and error, I learned what worked for me and what didn't work for me. 12 years later, I'm still switching trainers. I'm still switching nutritionists and trying new supplements Mm because I'm still learning my body. Mm -hmm. And that's what like is making me like really love what I do is because I'm still not at that level, and I'm still tr- striving to be the best in the world because once you're the best in the world, it's kind of like when you're on top of the mountain, then what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know? So I love the climb and I love the journey and I love the thrill of, you know, chasing down these guys one by one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm coming after you. That's right. <laughs> you, you, you got a big Olympia coming up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, just another show the because the
1: Olympia is my only show. So it's like my only show a year. So, like, I'm the guy that's whistling and singing backstage, and everyone's all nervous. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is just another day, man. You know, this is my fifth Olympia. Many people, that never, like, never even believed they could do one Olympia. I did five Olympias. Mm-hmm. You know, I placed, uh, I have fourth place. Second place. Two runner-ups. Yep. And now a third place. You know, so the only thing that's missing, mm-hmm. I'm not going to fifth place. I'm only going up to first place, and that's it, you know, God willing. So, and if I don't, I wasn't for some ask strange <laughs> reason, some of the best shows mm-hmm. and experiences I ever had were when I didn't win. Mm-hmm. I could lose to another man, and if I see that that other man is better than me, mm-hmm. I'm happy that he won. If I know I'm not number one, I'm glad number one won. Because if I were to want knowing I'm not the best, then I'm not the best, Mm -hmm. you know. But I've gotten second place at shows where I was like, I know I'm the best. I don't need your approval. I'm going to go hang out with my friends and family now, eat this cheesecake, and have a good time because I know what I achieved. Mm -hmm. And it's not about the thing. It's not about holding this gold thing in the air. That's not the trophy. The trophy is, you know, what'd you do for those 12 weeks, you know? Did you give 110%? You know, did you did you miss out on a workout or did you were you mean to your family, your friends? Did you inspire people or were you selfish? That's what being a champion is. I'm the champion. Every single show I do, win or lose, I'm always the guy. I'm the guy people talk about, I'm the guy that's the most improved, I'm the guy that everyone loves. Hey, you saw that guy with the long hair and the big nose though? That guy was incredible. You know, <laughs> so like they don't know anybody else, but they know me, and it's really cool. It is really great. So win or lose, it's always a win for me. So I'm very happy. Um, but hell, with all that being said, I want to freaking win. I was gonna say, <laughs> i was gonna, I was
2: gonna, gonna say, everybody yeah. wants to win. No, it's Believe
1: a- me, I want to win, and I cannot wait to win.
2: It's say. a sport where you're judged against everyone else, but really you're competing with yourself, and that's like that sounds I'm like that's so the attitude. Cliche.
1: But and everyone thinks I'm lying when I say it, and I'm like, yo, oh, it's the truth, you know? Because once I start thinking about you know my opponents. You're going to stop thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. And I don't see, you know, I'm only focused on them. Mm -hmm. They're throwing you off your game. Focus on yourself, man. Mm -hmm. Focus on yourself. Awesome.
2: Wise words.
1: Yeah.
0: I Absolutely. think that's a good message to end it on. Yeah. Best of luck. We'll oh, be watching. Oh, we're in it already? Dude. I'm just gonna start it, bro. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell? Well, you, 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 got, you got another five workouts tomorrow, and then we can, uh, then we can talk about it after that. There
2: you go. We can do podcast number two.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. All right, you guys to so yeah. dig deep. I thought you guys
1: going to get personal. Oh, we're
2: going to so ask all the, all the, you know.
1: Tell us about when your daddy hit you. We're oh, going to make you
0: cry. <laughs> if, if, I mean, hey,
2: if, if she couldn't break you in, what, eight weeks spending... Yeah. All that time with those guys. What? How are we going to break you in 30 minutes? I know. The Olympia
0: know. is the one that breaks. Like, So when you win the Arnold, nobody cries. But when you win when, when the
2: Olympia, we will be there for those tears.
1: I am not crying. When I win... Two or three times consecutively, I will <laughs> never cry. Not I a tear. Right. You. Not all a right. tear at the Olympics. <laughs> all right. But okay. if you put on Lion King, I'm gonna cry.
0: you know <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna have that. They play the Lion King music I'm as like, you walk uh, out to yeah, accept. Yeah, yeah. The oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all right. It is a um, sad movie. Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Yeah, Why'd you do that to sleep <laughs> I know you tried to teach me a
1: lesson, but still, I got sweet right. bread.
2: We will hold you to that then. Yeah.
1: Crying crazy? There, there might be a gif in there somewhere. If you do. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Crying
0: because I won. Crazy. All right, Sadiq, <laughs> thanks for coming and talking to us. Thank you, yes, Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, did you know? Bodybuilding.com actually offers free shipping on most orders over $49. Just look for the B Elite badge across the site and on your favorite supplements. Thousands of top products from the biggest brands are included, like. Optimum, Gym, Dymatize, Cellucor, and plenty more. Check out bodybuilding.com slash elite for more details.
1: Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again.